Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s inspired style and cutting edge performance technology with its sleek mid cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi piece upper construction delivers high energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com. It is another day in tennis paradise. Welcome to TC Live at the BNP Paribas Open. Our one-hour pregame show to get you ready for first ball every morning here in Indian Wells. The desert is in bloom with the biggest names in the game and the atmosphere back to the glory of days past. Our featured matches on Sunday Funday include British stars Emma Raducanu and Andy Murray. Plus, the All-American Affair between Madison Keys and Allison Risk. Coco Golf facing Simona Halep. And Tommy Paul goes for the upset of Sasha Zverev. Players out practicing, getting ready to take the court. How about Coco Golf? Happy birthday, Coco. Celebrating her 18th birthday today. Can she blow out the candles on Simona Halep's tournament and gift herself a trip to the Sweet 16? The reality of adulting starts today. Meantime, Andy Murray continues to find the fountain of youth. The former world number one escaped a tough first rounder to win his 700th career match. He faces Alexander Bublik for the second time this year. With that, we welcome you inside Stadium One. That is our studio right inside the glass walls where you can see the back of the heads of Paul Anacone and Chanda Rubin. As we face forward on our BNP Paribas, Steve Weissman, alongside my friends, my Grand Slam champions, uh, it's Coco's birthday. Who would have thought three years ago uh, she faced Simona Halep, Wimbledon, that, that was the, the coming of age, right, for, for Coco Goff making the round of 16 there. And then today, she's ranked higher exactly. than the former world number one. I mean, she's backed it up with all of the pressure, all of the attention, the eyes on her, the expectation she has for herself. And how fun to see her inside the top 20, you know, I expect her to get a big breakthrough. Uh, we talked a little bit about that yesterday, but 18, Steve, that's a big milestone. Do you remember your 18th birthday? <laughs> I, I remember. I mean, it was so long ago, uh, <laughs> but it's cool. You, know, you feel like you're an adult. You can vote, you know, all those things. Yeah. Still can't rent a car, but it's a big day. Paul, you remember your 18th? Yeah, I just <laughs> fell. Just a couple years ago. No, I've just fallen off my Tyrannosaurus rack. <laughs> On the way to do some etchings wow, on the cave the wall. Wow, not the Brontosaurus, but you went straight I for went the carnivore. Yeah, we were tight, me and my T-Rex. <laughs> it's Look, for, for, for Coco, it's an amazing day. and It's been an amazing ride already. I, I can't believe she's only 18. I, I feel like we've been talking about her, her for a decade. I mean, she's been amazing to watch. And one of the things I, I love about her journey is you listen to her talk. You listen to what she's done and what she's trying to do. And for 18 years of age, so clear and composed and understanding of the bumps in the road. So this is just the beginning. And uh, I can't wait to stay in the seat to watch as it goes further and further. Yes. Happy birthday, Coco. Yes. Need some cake today. Hopefully we get her on set. Maybe we can get, uh, you know. A little birthday cake? Yeah. I'll be back for we that. did that for Shelby Rogers in October. We'll do it for Coco today. We'll get on that. All right. Let's get you caught up on everything from yesterday. The match of the day featuring Rafa Nadal 
and Sebi Korda. Rafa looking to stay perfect this year. And Paul, it was an incredible match, but Rafa raced out to an early lead. Uh, the amazing thing about this match was just the adversity and the shifts. You very rarely do you see a young player that plays a legend that get absolutely smoked in the first set. Rafa Nadal was awesome. And you figured he may run away with it, but give Seb Korda some credit. At such a young age, he turned the tables, got really offensive, started hitting beautiful power returns, some great things up at the net, really took Rafa out of the game. I mean, how often do we ever see Rafa Nadal lose a set six games to one? And it didn't end there. I mean, you figured Sepp was going to run out of steam and Rafa would impose his will. But at the beginning of the third set, Sepp Porta just rips and runs and takes the momentum and continues with it. A double fault for Nadal to get down 5-2. We think, oh, maybe it's over. But what does Rafa Nadal do? Only what he does every single day. Plays one point, then the next point, then the next point, then the next point. He has the best short-term memory loss I have ever seen. Top spin lob at a hugely tricky point and somehow magically gets back on serve after being down two breaks in the third set. This guy's just incredible. I mean, the shifts were amazing, and it was just a little bit of a tricky tie break. Set quarter was up 3-2 mini break in the tie break, and Nadal said, wait a second, I am not quite ready to just play golf yet. He was amazing, and Seb did a terrific job. Two sets of amazing tennis for Korda. Yeah, Korda can keep his head held high, but Rafa Nadal keeps that record flawless at 16-0. He joined Paul and myself on the Tennis Channel desk. It's more important to win matches when you are not playing well than when you are playing well, because when you are playing well... Mm. It's easy, right? Not easy, <laughs> never easy, but uh, it's more... Uh, it's more usual to win matches, but when you are not playing well, then uh, every victory has much more value. And at the end of the, of the season, the experience says uh, what really makes a difference is, uh, is about how many matches you are able to, to win without playing well. No, It sucks, but, but it is what it is. I mean, um, yeah, you know, I played a really good match, kind of just brought out the best of me and, and, uh, and put him in a tough situation. but. You know he's he does what uh what he does best and always comes back and fights and and uh, yeah just I mean it sucks but overall very happy as he should be great perspective there from young Seb Korda but Rafa man another example of why he's arguably the greatest competitor to ever live you see the perfect season. Major number 21, three titles already, and the best start at age 35 that he has ever had. By the way, a couple of his best comebacks ever. Two sets to down in the Australian Open final, and then yesterday down 5-2, final set down two breaks. No big deal. All, all he does is come right back and win. Uh, what did you take away from this one? Uh, I mean, it was incredible to see how Seb Carter literally grew in that match before our eyes. He uh, had uh, lost a very one-sided match against Nadal the first time they played on the red clay. The first set went kind of in the same script, and he found a way to start hitting out on his shots. Got a little bit of help from Rafa there in the second set, but to capitalize and to continue with that kind of form, a lot of good things in store for Seb Corda, but Nadal just continues to impress. He is a great champion for a reason, and I love the, the words that he said about not playing your best, finding a way to win. 
most of the time you're not going to play your very best match in and match out. And that is the name of the game. He does it so well, as good as anybody. And it's why he's got that unbeaten streak this year. Yeah, the two takeaways for me is the growth of Seb Corda that, that Chanda mentioned to watch how he was able to shift mid-match. I mean, that was a really tough first set after getting shellacked at Roland Garros. So really hard for a young player. Didn't blink, but then started playing really offensive tennis. And then the greatness of Nadal to be able to shift back. And I just, you know, every coach and every young player out there, just listen to those words. I mean, you play a lot of matches. There's a few each year that are spectacular and a few that are garbage, and the rest make you up. And, and Nadal just lives that. Find ways to problem solve when you're not playing great tennis and this man has done it so long and done it so well so it's a treat to see yeah can't wait to see his next match here at Indian Wells 5-5 five, five, the double nickel 55 wins now at Indian Wells for Rafa Nadal meantime uh, how about his fellow Spaniard the youngster Carlos Alcaraz looking for his very first win in the desert Taking on American Mackie McDonald, Chanda. Well, Steve, you were lamenting that Alcaraz wasn't showing his guns out there. I said, right. he can't be just one-dimensional. Right. He's got to have multifaceted the, game. The regular T-shirt. Come on. <laughs> we need the cutoff. Well, he showed, again, just why he is one of those young players we are watching, continuing to make big breakthroughs. He's aggressive from the ground, has the big weapons Alcaraz does, but he's also comfortable moving in the midcourt, volleying. He is instinctive when attacking the net and Mackie McDonald he tried to throw out some aggressive plays of his own but Alcaraz so quick with his movement and just had all the answers a pretty straightforward first set he took that momentum into the second it was a little bit tougher but Alcaraz able to get the break of serve and close this match out very comfortably just 18 years old just like Coco Goff, converted five of his nine break points, rallied from a breakdown in the second set. He is now 9-1, gets Roberto Bautista Agut next. That'll be a good one between Spaniards. Daniil Medvedev playing his first match at the world number one against a Czech qualifier. Medvedev, he's got to reach the quarterfinals to stay number one, Paul. I'm hoping he's not thinking about that. And we've talked to him up at the desk a couple days ago. One of the things that Medvedev knows so well is his own game. Very, very atypical, understands how to defend, redirect. And with a six foot six frame, we've often talked about how difficult it is to do that. It is very uncommon. And down here on these slow, gritty courts, he did exactly what he needs to do, which is defend incredibly well, find ways to hit the ball through the gap. And when the opportunity's there, he plays offensive tennis. This man continues to grow, and his tennis IQ is a fun thing to talk about. I'll tell you what. Thoughtful guy after saving break point in the first game only dropped eight more points on his serve to cruise to the world number one moving on. How about the top seed on the women's side, Arena Sabalenka. She cruised in the first set against Jasmine Paolini Chanda, but then what happened next? Uh, well, this went according to what we expected the first set. Sabalenka firing on all cylinders, but Paolini's a good competitor and she didn't go away. She started moving a bit better, using quick footwork, and she went after some forehands of her own. She did not shy away from going after Sabalenka. She withstood the barrage from Sabalenka at times and just competed very evenly, Paolini, and was able to get her opportunities in the second set. And it took her a few tries, but finally gets it tucked away. And into the third set, she kept up that belief, that high level of intensity using the feet. And that's really a staple of her game. She stays low to the ground, gets behind her shots beautifully, and just didn't go away. 
caused Sabalenka to make a few too many mistakes. Was able to get the break, Paolini, and finish this match out for a huge upset. What a moment for the Italian. First top 10 win. Broke into the top 50 for the first time this year. She's moving on. The top seed is out. So now, with no Ash Barty, Barbora Krejcikova withdrawing before the tournament. Top three players in the world gone. And according to a Tennis.com poll, 37% of the fans believe Iga Sviantek is the favorite to take the title in the desert. Meitame Naomi Osaka, last match on Stadium One, playing Veronica Kudermatova. Listen into this. So Osaka getting heckled right there early in this match. And that really changed everything, Chanda. Yeah, she was visibly upset. We saw the tears. It happened right after the first game of the match, and she just never game really recovered, had to defend against some heavy hitting from Kudermatova, but wanted to speak to the crowd. And this is the umpire saying, you know, that is not allowed during the match. She would ask never could reset and lost that first set pretty one-sidedly with Kudermatova staying focused. It was impressive. <laughs> a big hitter, a big server. Osaka, though, fought back, and it became a tough second set with some incredible rallies, incredible ball striking. But Kudermatova just did not put a foot wrong. And didn't allow Osaka any real openings. It was impressive stuff from her, the way she not only played during the match, but the way she was able to close it out. Kudermatova moving on. Obviously, a tough situation for Naomi Osaka. And after this match, not only did we hear from the winner, but Osaka addressing the crowd. I just wanted to say thank you. Um, Yeah, I feel like I've cried enough on camera, but um, to be honest, <laughs> it, I've gotten heckled before, like it didn't really bother me, but um, like heckled here, like I've watched a video of Venus and Serena getting heckled here, and if you've never watched it, you should watch it, and I don't know why, but like it, it went into my head and I, it got replayed a lot. Um, I'm trying not to cry, but uh, I just wanted to say thank you and um, congratulations. Mm, yeah, just thank you. Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s-inspired style and cutting-edge performance technology with its sleek mid-cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi-piece upper construction delivers high-energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com. Certainly tough to watch that, tough to see it play out in real time. Uh, if you don't remember, Venus and Serena getting booed, uh, you know, before Serena's final many years ago, and then they, they didn't come back here for over a decade. Um, and Serena has said herself she still gets traumatized thinking about that. And when she did eventually come back, what did you take away from that? 
it was a very difficult to watch. And I remember, you know, initially seeing her crying and not quite being sure why. Uh, but then we heard the fan on replay. And it is so difficult in that situation to say, you know, how she should have reacted. She should have been able, you know, to just let it go. I mean, under pressure, you're really in a fishbowl when you go out there as a player. And you try to bring everything you can to play your best tennis. And sometimes things happen in real time. And you just aren't able to recover, to reset. And clearly for Naomi Osaka, that's the space she was in. She asked to talk to the crowd a couple of times during the match. And that was curious for me because that isn't allowed. I mean, that doesn't happen. So the, the mindset that she was in clearly completely frazzled, taken out of her game. And it's really the unfortunate part, you know, for tennis because it was shaping up to be a terrific match. She was up against an opponent who was playing terrific tennis. But you hate for the crowd to come into play for somebody clearly just disrespectful. And I would have liked to have seen some of the fans around that person say, okay, this was the person who said it. Get them out of here. Um, because, you know, you want to just be able to watch the tennis. Players come out there to play, to give their best. Fans pay money to watch these great athletes compete and unfortunately it was marred a bit in that first set. Yeah, it's always so tough to see anyone that's in distress, right? And, and no one wants to see that, particularly in an individual sport for, for all of us, for the tennis family. So many of these young uh, men and women are that young, very young. And, and Naomi's talked about the difficulties already. She's had some issues in dealing with some of the negativity and adversity, uh, adversity we talked about with the press. So this is something that has resonated with her. I think it's important for her uh, to address it. Uh, we all care first and foremost about her health and well-being. You know, make sure that's under, uh, under control and in an area that she can manage. Um, we also all have been to sporting events, right? I mean, we all know that at sporting events, you hear stuff and people shout stuff that they probably shouldn't. Uh, fan is probably short for fanatic, mm. which is a little bit of an unstable word. So it's a really tough situation. Uh, it's very sad. I, I hope Naomi and her team can talk about it. I want her to be happy. I want her to play. We yep. want to see her play. We want to see her uh, healthy and feeling really good about things. Don't let that get through you. Um, but I'll tell you what, Kudermatova played great tennis. Um, we can't take that away from her. So um, all in all, it was rough to see, but uh, hopefully she'll uh, Naomi will be doing just fine. One random fan cannot dull her shine, and we hope to see Naomi back on the court soon. Martina Navratilova, the Hall of Famer, our teammate, going to join us later in the show to discuss that situation as well. Much more still to come here on TC Live. How Nick Kyrgios is flourishing in the tennis garden. You don't want to miss the DraftKings Daily Special Parlay and our experts break down the Miami Open wildcards. Who's getting in to Miami? But first, Maria Sakkari has a Spartan spirit. Find out which other Greek stars have inspired her rise to the top. We are just getting started on Day 5 in Tennis Paradise. TC Live is brought to you in part by DraftKings. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, and new customers can bet $1 and win $100 if any point is won. Not in a sportsbook state? Download any of the apps and play for thousands every day in DraftKings free-to-play pools. Use code POINT when you sign up. And by Tennis Express. We deliver tennis right to your front door. Order today, ships today. And Flonase Allergy Relief. Spraying Flonase daily stops your body from overreacting to allergens all season long.
Chanda, Paul, and Steve back on TC Live. We've got multi-network coverage of Indian Wells beginning at 2 p.m. Eastern. Leif Shiras and the Hall of Famer Tracy Austin on the call. Sam Query and John Isner meeting for the 10th time. Plus, Taylor Fritz in action. And T2 coverage for our Samsung TV owners continues until 9 p.m. Eastern. A reminder, tennis.com, your home for everything Indian Wells and in the world of tennis, scores, highlights, and more. Right now, John Burcock has the stat of the day, and Steve Tigner has your three to see on day five in the desert. Now it's time to get warm and fuzzy with Garbina Muguruza. And tell me the last time you felt... Oh, was that crying? Do I have to confess when was the last time I cried? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> if you would like to. I can share with you the last time I cried. Okay, let me think. It's because it's been a while, actually. I kind okay. of put myself together now more. Well, there's different <laughs> different reasons to cry. I got I was on a United flight, and I got upgraded to first class. That made you cry? It made me cry, I know. <laughs> okay. We all have different standards. I'm not okay. a Grand Slam champion <clears throat> like you. Oh, well, losing the Grand Slam final, like last year, that, that hurt a little bit my, yeah. you know, my yeah. little heart. Yeah. Would you rather lose in the final or lose in the round of 16? You know what I mean? It's like the final is such an achievement. But this isn't oh, maybe final. how... Of the, course. The final. You want to be in the final after right. win or lose, but already being in the final is, a, is amazing. But it hurt a little bit. It hurt, but, but I was in the final. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All of those fantastic warm and fuzzy segments available on the Tennis Channel app and TennisChannel.com with Lolo Jones and Michael Costa. We are leading up to the top of the hour. The 11 seed, Emma Raducanu, taking on Petra Martic for the first time. Martina Navratilova, Pam Shriver on the call. Back after this. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back. Maria Sakkari continues to reach new heights. A top 10 seed at a major for the first time in Australia. The number one seed at a WTA tournament for the first time in St. Petersburg. She arrived in the desert at a career high number six in the world. Took out Katarina Siniakova yesterday and takes us back to her roots now. Maria Sakkari made in Greece. The Greek is the champion here in Rabat. Well done to her. The love for food, history, mythology, uh, the beauty of the islands, and hospitality. Number one, fly into Athens and go straight to the Acropolis. It's a thing you must see. Visit one of the islands and try Greek food because we love our food in Greece and swim in our beautiful sea. Souvlaki or gyros, how you call it in the States. Moussaka, moussaka, we call it in Greek. It's minced meat, bechamel, potatoes, and eggplant. It's very good, it's very, very good. 
We have our Greek version of lasagna called pastizio. It's one of my favorite food. I can go on for hours <laughs> talking about Greek food. Actually, my mom, she made tennis a known sport in Greece. She was ranked number 43 in the world. And then we had Eleni Danilidou. She got up to number 13 in the world uh, with some very good wins. Since the breakthrough of Stefanos and myself, tennis has grown a lot in Greece. There are a lot of people I admire in Greece. A very close friend of mine, a Greek singer called Anna Visi, she has had, and she's having, an amazing career. There's a lot of respect from my side to her and from her side to my side. And of course, Yanis at the Tokumbo, he's a legend. I met him once, he's such a nice guy, very humble. I'm a huge fan, he knows it, and um, he's a great guy. Greece means everything to me, a very patriotic, person, I love my country. My connection with my family, because, you know, uh, Greeks are very close to their families. When I see Greek fans uh, with Greek flags, you know, in the crowd, I just get goosebumps. And Greece is the second reason after my family why I play tennis. You can now tell after sitting here how proud and how much I love Greece. My fighting spirit, my Spartan spirit, actually. I think I'm a role model, especially for little girls. I just want them to fight the same way I fought to get here. I want them to love the sport. I want to make tennis bigger in Greece. That Spartan spirit, our zip recruiter, player profile for Maria Sakkari made a couple of major semifinals for the first time last year. First Greek woman to do that. She has a title to her resume. Plus, how about the WTA finals? Comes into the desert at a career high six in the world. You love Greece, right? I love Greece. I love Greek food. And, you know, I've been enjoying Maria Sakri as well. The fight that she shows, she's such a good competitor. We know she's got those big weapons and how fit she is out there in court. I think that has gotten her uh, to this next level last year, making all those breakthroughs. And you kind of figure she's not eating a lot of that pasta looking fit <laughs> as she is. But I, I've been enjoying seeing her rise uh, in the rankings, and hopefully she can continue. Good good protein with the souvlaki, right? I mean, you got guess. the chicken, you got the beef. You can, I mean, you can take care of all of that. Uh, what does she have to do, Paul, uh, from the coaching perspective, to make that leap from semifinalist to major champion? Well, look, she's had a really nice progression. You talk about a couple of those major semifinals. She's knocking on the door. She has the weapons. And now I really just think it's about getting familiar and comfortable at the top of the game, which is, I think, where, where she is right now. So I will not be surprised if we see her playing for a major trophy this year. Yes, I said that, Chanda. I did say that. I'm going out on a limb, <laughs> getting off the Paul Anacone fence and saying, do not be shocked if she's in a final. Do not be shocked or she's going to do it. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Lamb, by the way, the delicacy in, in Greece. So that, that's Leave down. the food to Steve. That. I knew you'd, you, you're you a foodie. You love I, I am a food, yep. foodie, and I love Greek food as well. Uh, I also love Martina Navratilova. Guess who's going to be joining us next, next on TC yes. Live? That's right. The legend herself calling our first two matches of the day. Look who's getting makeup. Lulu. None other than Lulu Navratilova. Lulu doesn't need any makeup. <laughs> I know, she's perfect just as is. <laughs>
back to TC Live. Today's matches feature a cavalcade of stars, including British teen Eber Raducanu and three-time major champ Andy Murray, plus the All-American affair between Madison Keys and Allison Risk. Coco Golf faces Simona Halep, and Tommy Paul goes for the upset of Sasha Zverev. Well, back in 1991, Martina Navratilova defended her title from the previous year by defeating Monica Seles 6-2-7-6 to win the Virginia Slims of Palm Springs. That remains the only time in the history of this event that a woman has repeated as champion in the California desert. <laughs> Steve Weissman, Chanda Rubin, and the legend, our Hall of Fame friend, Martina Navratilova. You think that's funny? It's funny because yesterday I was talking to somebody. I said, when was the last time somebody defended? I don't know. I thought it was maybe Kim Kleister's. I couldn't remember. <laughs> it was you. It was, it was that long ago. Oh, my God. I just can't believe how close I got to that first volley, close to the net. I'm like, nowadays, if I'm getting to anywhere near the service line, I'm happy. <laughs> it, it, it's fun to watch those highlights. Uh, obviously, it was not in HD. Um, Martina, what do you remember uh, uh, about 1990, 1991? It was slow. Uh, it was at the, uh, I think we played at Sunny, Sunny Bono's Club, and then maybe we went to grand champions i'm not sure uh but it was slow uh and i was i was like i don't have a chance and playing monica and that one year it rained so much we didn't play the first round until thursday so i played a lot of matches because i was playing singles oh. and doubles so i played two matches two singles on thursday then and a singles and two doubles on friday etc so it was busy but uh yeah i i did not think i was going to beat monica so i was pretty happy with that again i was past my prime at that point not playing my best very best tennis uh and beating her on the slow court that was sweet Oh, fantastic. fantastic. Well, you know, you'll be on the other side of the camera as you've mm -hmm. been for, for a number of years now. You'll be calling the Emma Raducanu match. She's up against Petra Martic today. She won her first match here at Indian Wells, her first round. And she's up against a veteran and yep. doesn't have as many matches under her belt. But what do you expect from that matchup today? I think it's going to be a little trickier for Emma because this court is slow. So you have to really win the win the, win the the points and construct the points uh, on, a, on a longer basis. And Martic has a good player. She's got all the shots. She's got a big forehand. She's got a nice slice as well that keeps the ball low. So Emma's going to have her hands full, I think, against Petra. But, you know, if she plays like she did at the US Open, she should win. But this this slow court is trickier. And then it, but it, the ball is flying. So it's a combination of slow court and, and faster uh, and, and the thinner air uh, that uh, is is more difficult, I think, for people that play from the baseline. Yeah, she was so aggressive in her first round against an inform Carolyn Garcia, so should give her a bit of confidence. But let's talk a little bit about Andy Murray now. He mm -hmm. won his 700th match his first round. Uh, he's up against uh, Alexander Bublik. They've played a couple of times, most recently earlier this year, where Andy Murray won that one. But how do you see that match going? What did you think of Andy Murray's form? I, he he looked great. Uh, I saw him this morning. It was a bit hobbly, but if he is fit like he was in that match, I think he's got a good chance at it. Bublik is pretty streaky. He can he can be, you know play really well, a couple of points, but then I think he can also miss some easier shots. Andy will be more steady, Eddie, and on the slower court, I think he'll be able to defend pretty well and still open up the court. So, you know, I think Andy can do it if the body holds up. Martina, one of the folks in that 700 club, I mean, obviously many more than 700, not, not a lot of humans that have won 700 <laughs> matches. Martina and Pam Shriver, who won 20 majors and doubles, can be calling Andy Murray as well as Emma Raducanu's matches.
first up today. Uh, while we're focused on this tournament, Martina, yeah. there are players like Diana Yastremska, Marta Kostya, Kalina Svitolina that have their minds elsewhere on, on their families looking to survive a war in Ukraine. Mm -hmm. Kostyuk actually said she doesn't believe players from Russia or Belarus should be allowed to compete here. Uh, what are your thoughts on the current situation going on? Well, look, uh, in South Africa's apartheid, uh, the South Africans couldn't represent their country, but they could still compete. And I think it's kind of that situation. You don't want to penalize players for being from a particular country. I mean, what do they need to do to play defect? which is what I had to do. There is the fam their family to, con to be concerned with as well, so maybe they can't speak out the way they would like to speak out against the war. So I think, I know it's difficult for the players. I know how I felt when I played against a Russian player. Uh, early on in my career, I feel like, you know, I'm, I'm gonna beat you because what your country did to my country, but you still cannot take it that personally and you need to just say, okay, this is tough. I don't know how they can play at this situation, the Ukrainians, really, that they can get away from it emotionally. But, um, yeah, I, I, I think it's correct to let the players play. Yeah, I and mean, the good thing is that there's been so much support around Ukrainian players, right. everybody kind of pulling together, uh, players, fans, and really around the world. So hopefully that continues. But I want to talk a bit about uh, some of the matches last night, in particular Naomi Osaka up against mm. Veronica Kudermatova. And we saw some tough moments in that match from Naomi Osaka, got a bit upset um, early uh, in the, the first set, you know, was visibly tearing up, had a fan who heckled her. And this was tough to watch. And she ended up losing that first set. Osaka did, could not recover. And so she wanted to address the crowd at that point in the match, was not allowed to do that, did it at the end of the match, and uh, said that that heckling, Martina, kind of triggered her to videos she had watched of Venus and Serena Williams being heckled at this tournament in the past. And uh, when you when you watch that, what goes through your mind? It's just heartbreaking that uh, people would do that and that it's just sad that it affects Naomi that, that much, but it does. So this is something that she needs to deal with because it will happen again, most likely. Um, it's heartbreaking, really. But... She doesn't have it as tough as the players before her, as Chanda went through, what Zena Garrison went through, what uh, Althea Gibson went through. Uh, you just have to tough it, toughen it out somehow. Uh, and if you can, then don't play until you can handle it, because this is just heartbreaking for everybody. And people paid good money to watch this match. That Whoever heckled her, they paid money to see this match, and this is what they do. So I would get rid of these fans. I would point them out, and I would get rid of them. But as a player, you just have to somehow deal with it or don't play forever or for now. Just you know, take care of yourself first. Osaka's been such a great champion. I mean, won four majors already, been number one in the world. Uh, when she's on, she's the best player out there. You, you dealt with this in your career. What, what, what's some advice you could give to Naomi to, you know, be able to compete you, while this is happening? You can't take it personally. And for me, the court was my escape. Mm. Uh, when things were going well in my life, I was happy to be on the court. When they were not going well, I was happy to be on the court because this is now I just get to play tennis, right? Always the tennis got me through. So just maybe remember how much you love to play. And that person, I would just call him out. Next time you get heckled, say, hey, 
say to my face and let, let's have a talk, maybe after the match, but you know, I want to see you after the match. They're going to shut up. Most likely they're not going to stand up and say that was me. So you just need to own it and, and get on the positive and get on the offensive in that situation and don't take it personally, most of all. Yeah, I think this is the hard part for, you know, a young player who's trying to work through all of these different situations. There's, you know, no real blueprint for how to deal right. with things like that that come up under pressure in real time. It's difficult to reset. Yeah. We saw her have trouble doing that uh, during the match. So I just hope that, you know, she has her support system that kind of wraps their arms around her, right. helps her get through it, and, and also kind of work through whether she, you know, needs to be playing in certain moments, whether... You know, she can kind of work through this and figure out what are the best decisions for her, um, not only for her tennis, but just for her life. Exactly. Martina, we'll see you in the booth with Pam Shriver for the you first two will. matches of Whether the day. Whether you want to or not, you will see me in the booth. <laughs> we want to. Can't wait for that. First matches coming up momentarily. Emma Raducanu on the court, and it'll be the dynamic duo of Martina and Pam Shriver on the call. More TC Live after this. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Anika and Ruben Wiseman back on TC Live. Amanda Anasimova, she won the tiebreak tens event before the tournament, played great in the first round, continued that chant in the first set. Yeah, she really dominated. Quick start, quick break, got that first set tucked away, but in the second it got trickier for Hernandez, such a good competitor, and Anasimova would have four match points in that second set from 5-3 on. And here, Fernandez able to hold firm and show the competitive fire that we saw so often in her run to the U.S. Open final. And you could see Anna Samova at times just struggling. Difficulty that she was feeling. It was uncertain at the time, uh, but we learned later that it was illness. But Fernandez just holding her ground, holding her nerve and her focus to run away with the tiebreak. And immediately after, Anna Samova called it quits, said no more, and retired from the match. Yeah, said that she wasn't feeling well before the match on that day and thought she was going to put her health at risk by continuing. We wish Amanda the best, hope she feels better, and hope to see her in Miami. Our daily schedule here on Tennis Channel. Paul Chan and myself kick it off. TC Live every day, 1 p.m. Eastern, leading you to first ball. Night session at 9 p.m. Eastern, and then we've got you covered all night long. Encore coverage leading up to Tennis Channel Live the very next day. It is time now for our DraftKings match preview. DraftKings Sportsbook putting the odds between the two Americans, Brandon Nakashima and Francis Tiafo. Tiafo has never lost to Nakashima. Paul, but he's got that elbow that he's coming off of. What, what do you make of this? Well, I think, you know, Francis, we don't know how fit he's been, right? That elbow's been bothering him for quite some time. We know Brandon's been playing some terrific tennis, uh, avenged a tough loss in the first round. Um, I think this this is a pick 'em for me. It's a okay. pick 'em. Jenna, what do you think? 
Uh, I mean, I, I think it's going to be tough for France. It's a little underdone in matches. Uh, you know, was trying to kind of get things going in Australia and had to reset uh, since then. And Nakashima, he has been playing really confident tennis. He's been getting you know some good experience, good matches under his belt at this level. And I think he's going to come out ready to play. So a lot of uncertainties there for Francis Tiafo in terms of, you know, where he is physically and, and in terms of match shape. But it should be a good match. This tennis. is a real popcorn yeah, match. Gonna, you want to definitely be uh, a sitting and, and watching this from start to finish. And if it's going to be popcorn, you think this is a, a pick em, good bet on Francis. You know, pick up some cash. Right, <laughs> 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 That's what this is all about. All right, uh, let's check in on the Daily Parlay special from yesterday. We would not have won if we have gone with all three of these because the only one that, that actually came within the games was Jack Sock. Uh, Matthew McDonald did not come within five games of Carlos Alcaraz, and, and neither did you. They lost by six total games to Casper Ruth. Okay, now I'm getting it, Steve. I mean, what are we, five, six days in? I'm yes. finally <laughs> understanding. Picking I'm picking it up. I'm I'm on the bandwagon. But, yeah, it was tough to kind of expect all three of these to be within that range. Uh, but certainly that Tsitsipas sock match was a good one. It was a good one. And, and, by the way, none of these three players won either, Eubank, Sock, or McDonald. Let's check out day five, DraftKings Sportsbook Daily Special. We've got some good ones. Matteo Berrettini. So, he needs to win by four games over Holger Rune. Uh, Andre Rublev on a nine-match win streak. He's got to win by six games against Dominic Kupfer. And then Alexander Bublik needs to win by three games against Andy Murray. Andy Murray's never lost to Bublik. You bet $100 to win 520 Paul, are you taking this one? All three need to happen. All three need to happen. I'm going to have to talk to my people, Steve, and I'll get back to you. <laughs> Who are your later. people? Just my people. It's very confidential. It's top secret. I could tell you. Elizabeth, then, Kobe, and Nash. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They'll take care of it, <laughs> and I'll feed my answers back into you later today. Uh, which one of these matches, Chanda, interests you the most? I mean, I, I definitely want to see how Andy Murray kind of comes back after winning his first round. And, and that match against Bublik has been an interesting one, even though he's won the last two meetings, Bublik playing, you know, at another kind of high uh, in terms of his career. So that went a little interesting. And, and I'm curious to see Berrettini. We haven't mm -hmm. talked much about him as well. Holger Rune. Yeah. You're big on Holger Rune. Holger so. Rune can play, gang. I'm he telling can. you. Don't Why do you say sleep. that? I've seen him play. No, what, do you, what, what stands out? I, I just think he's a great competitor, a lot of weapons as soon as he gets comfortable at this level and continues to improve. He's so young. I mean, he's just going to be really good when he gets used to playing at the top of the game, does everything really well, terrific competitor. And, and for Matt Bertini, remember, he's unfortunately keeps getting struggling with that ab, right? Let's hope he's healthy and just has a good year, Berrettini. He's so much fun to watch. All right, a reminder, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, and new customers can bet $1 to win $100. If any point is won, if you're not in a sportsbook state, download any of the apps and play for thousands every day in DraftKings free-to-play pools. Use the code POINT when you sign up. We'll let you know, by the way, tomorrow what happened in the parlay today. And this year we have a full Indian Wells experience. Five different ways to catch the action from the Desert Tennis Channel, Valley Regional Sports Network's T2 on your Samsung TV, TC Plus. And don't forget about tennis.com. Back after this.
10 minutes away from first ball in the desert. Emirati Kanu taking the court, but first, the Nick Garrio show on display last night against Federico Del Bonas. He is on one, Paul. The Aussies only dropped eight games in two matches. Looking incredibly sharp. He started off the other night in a great match against Baez. Got to see that one firsthand with our own Jason Goodall, and he continued against Del Bonas. Just too much firepower. Can do too many things to hurt Del Bonas. Del Bonas was never really able to get control of many rallies, and uh, Mr. Nick Kyrgios was getting the fans involved. Had the white leg sleeve on, and he says he's in terrific shape and loving his tennis, so let's hope he stays that way. Yeah, it gets Kasparud next, so I take it day by day. I wake up, try to be positive, try to be better every day. We can all learn from that. We'll see more of Nick in our hot shot today. How about Shelby Rogers looking for some revenge after losing to Yelena Ostapenko here last year, and just like her first match, the pride of Charleston found some extra fight, Chanda. Yeah, this has been a tough matchup for Shelby Rogers to get a handle on, but she did so in the first set, turning things around after getting down, got more aggressive, started finding bigger target areas, took that first set, and the second got a lot trickier. Shelby got down a set point, but she's been so impressive the way she's fought through, stayed in the moment, kept the belief, and that got her through this match. Comes up with some big shots. The forehand was firing at some critical moments and just out hit Yelena Ostapenko when she needed to. And what a good feeling to finally get a win against a tough opponent. Yeah, Chad, she told us after the match, I need to play Shelby tennis. That's aggressive, big ball striking. She has done that through two rounds. Shelby Rogers moving on. Some other results from yesterday. Gal Monfils getting a straight set win. Dennis Shapovalov needing three to get past Davidovich Fokina. Annette Contivate, the fourth seed, moving on. And Jesse Pagula going out to Marie Boskova. Time now to enter the social net on TC Live. And guess what? James Blake, our friend and colleague, put out the wild cards for the Miami Open. On the men's side, we've got some good ones. Andy Murray, who got a wild card here. Nick Kyrgios, same thing. He is getting in. Uh, Naomi Osaka, Sophia Kennan on the women's side. Paul, what do you think? Look, the wild cards are always tricky, but when you look at them, and for James and the tournaments, they run, I know how hard it is. The only one that was surprising to me was Jordan Thompson from Australia. Jordan's a great player, just don't know what the connection is there. Uh, but I'm sure James will tell us all soon. But look at that list. Jack Draper's playing some terrific tennis. The Brits won a couple challengers. And uh, how about the young superstar on the bottom right of that Jerry picture? Jerry Shang. Yeah. yeah, he qualified for this event. Pretty cool stuff. We saw him at Indian Wells. Meantime, on the women's side, some big names getting into the draw as well. And some youngsters. You got Osaka Ken, major champions. Then you got somebody like Haley Baptiste. And how about Linda Fravertova? Her sister, Brenda, in my opinion, is going to be number one in the world one day. But Linda is legit wow. as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you heard it here it. first. Wow, go big or go home. And <laughs> hey, look, not uh, keeping the gloves on, Steve. Yeah, look He's at going Steve. after us on go this. But, big no, or I go love this. home. <laughs> I love this list. Obviously, you know, Naomi Osaka and Sophia Kennan, Grand Slam champions. Rankings have dropped. But it would be fun to see some of these young players, if they can make a big breakthrough, get a little momentum. Robin Montgomery, who played mm -hmm. here, uh, won the U.S. Open juniors um, doubles. Singles and yeah, doubles. Yeah, singles and doubles Last from the year, DMV, so. JTCC. Yeah, represent. so. Yeah, looking forward to, to those, seeing those players, those matchups. What Steve Weissman's bringing his A game, baby. Buckle we're going up. downhill here. Listen, okay. we're in the F block. We're, we're on our way to the G's. We're almost leading the first ball right now. Our action on the regional sports networks with, uh, by the way, Leaf Shires told me he's in a couple Hall of Fames as well. 
He's in the College on. Hall of Fame and, and the Midwest Hall of Fame, but not the big Hall of Fame like Tracy Austin. They've got these matches later today. Moments away from first ball in tennis paradise. Sunday, fun day, next week at this time. It'll be leading up to the men's final. Our hot shot of the day, we go back to Nick Kyrgios, Federico Del Bonus. Paul, take us through it. Well, none other than Nick Kyrgios with a little squash up. And watch the old hook ball around the net post like Rafa Nadal, except with the right-hander. Just have a look, folks, at the end of this highlight. Even his doubles partner's loving it, Tanasi Kokonakis. Just wants to make sure the fans give him a little tap on the back here. Watch this ball hook. That's how you curve a ball around the outside of it, and that is quite a hot shot. I'm telling you, he's back. He's back. He did mentally, physically, NK rising again. Featured matches on day five. Shannon <laughs> gives me this look. Steve, you're making some bold he's going, predictions he's going right nuts now. Today. I am impressed. You had one too many espressos my, this morning. My look is I did have two. <laughs> look at the hot shots. Featured matches of the day. Which one's jumping out of you, Steve? Go on. Come on, tell us. Key's wrist. All right. I'm going Key to the All-American matchup there. Looking forward to I'm that one. I'm going birthday girl, Chanda. What about I, you? I had a feeling, Paul, you were going to take that one. You know, I want to see Andy Murray. I want to see he, how he goes up against Bublik, who he's beaten. But this is yeah. a new day, a new match, a new Bublik. A new, <laughs> it is, is it? Is it a new Bublik? Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll find out. Maybe he'll join us at the desk later. Um, let's start with John Isner, Sam Query. No, another big All-American matchup. You can see it on our regional sports networks. Paul, we talked about it a little bit. 5-4 Query. Obviously, Isner comes in with a little more confidence. Yeah, John's won the last two times they've played, but I think Sam got over a hump the other day winning that first match in 11 tries, 10, 10 in a row in the, in the loss column for him. So Sam's going to have some confidence. There's a lot of comfort between these guys really who takes care of their second serve points. And, and John does that a little bit better. If Sam serves a high first serve percentage, then I think he's got a good shot. Otherwise, slight edge to Mr. Isner. Chanda? In that match? Yeah. I, you know, I think Query, he's got to go after okay. it. He's got to attack. He's got to use the serve. Obviously, have a good first serve percentage, move the serve around the box, but take his opportunities to move forward. Sometimes he sits back a little too much. I think that's not going to be to his advantage. All right. Looking forward to that one on our regional sports networks. First up here on Tennis Channel, Emma Raducanu taking on Petra Martic. Emma Raducanu. Oh, yeah. See, that's a win because she's in the back of the car. I thought we killed I'm not that sure, superstition Steve. Yeah, yesterday. We, we Didn't we kill that, that. superstition but, yesterday? Well, well Sitsipas...